What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a very exciting episode of Ask Nick, Vile Files Edition. Is it Vile Files, Ask Nick Edition? I don't know. Whatever. You're here. That's what's important. I'm joined by Amanda. Skeleton crew. Where are you? <laughs> oh, I'm in Boston right now. Great. And Allie's like on stage somewhere? Allie is in Minnesota shooting something for ABC. Oh, it's um, it's a reenactment for like a crime documentary. Uh, Ali is going to play one of the characters in a murder mystery, basically, who's a real life person. Awesome! And not it's not so it's not like the local theater. No, no, it's like a. I think it's a a big national shoot that just happens to be like the location is in Minnesota. Great! Congratulations, Ali. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Ali. She's really. Sometimes she'll say stuff, and I'll be like, Ah, oh, yes, you are being an actor in L.A. You know, like she'll do like the the my agent kind of thing. And it's very cool to watch her, to watch be someone being an actor without actually having to try to be an actor. Yeah. Well, I was Boston. What's new with you? I don't Nick, I yelled at someone at the airport. I was kind of like a Karen. Um, Why? Because I'd had kind of, it was very nice. Um, the girl I'm seeing drove me to the airport. And we'd had, um, and like right when we got there, we'd sort of started to have a conversation uh, that was seemed a little bit more like define but... Then on the way to the airport? I, yeah. What a terrible time. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible timing. We didn't, I don't think we actually meant to. It just sort of came up and then we were like, oh no, it's happening. And then it, it was basically like the whole thing was that we were both, she was sort of like, I want to take it slow. But the way she said it, I hadn't, I did not know. I was like, okay, like is she like trying to date other people? Like I, I was just very unsure. So I entered the airport at 1030 at night. Feeling like I have nothing to lose. <laughs> and I think you just gave me a man. TikTok idea. What? <laughs> I think you just gave me a TikTok idea. What is it? Or are you going to turn into next TikTok? You might see it now. Well, like, why does taking it slow have to mean dating other people? You know what it, I'm saying? And it, honestly, it didn't. Like, it anyway, did. Like, that wasn't some super version of that. Because people always, like, that's the first thing we think of. I, it's like, like they, people, no one said, no one, no one like says, I want to date other people. They always say, I want to take it slow. It's like, well, we could take it right. slow and only focus on each other. But anyways, I digress. Yeah. It's like, how related do you think the pacing of your relationship with one person versus like the number of people that you were hooking up with? Like to what degree do you think those two things are super connected? Like, do you think it's effective to be dating other people if you're trying to take it slow? No, <laughs> I think we're all doing it wrong. I think we use it as an excuse, but n- Taking it slow means you're you're talking about the relationship, whatever relationship you're speaking of, like you and the new girl, you know. So like, she's not she's not saying I want to take it slow in my life. She's saying I want us to take it slow, and so she's referring to the relationship. Yeah. And so I think that's what most people are referring to. Like that's what they hear, especially if you're the person on the receiving end. Like you heard. I want us to take it slow. I think I heard ambiguity, and so I catastrophized because sure. I was like, I, yeah. I think it's so, and that's where I feel like I so think that's often, why we wonder, though, right? But it does make a huge difference if I feel like I'm on your team, and I don't know if you're on my team. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's really like it only is relevant as it relates to like the opportunity cost that each person is either like foregoing or 
yeah, trying to double no, down. I think they're two very different conversations. Yeah. Well, moral of the story, she actually, she really didn't say anything. And like all of the stuff she was saying was incredibly emotionally mature. And like, uh, so like after the fact, she said like, she just like, was like, hey, just wanted to like clarify what I meant. And it was really like all like super emotionally mature, responsible stuff about her wanting to like ensure she's in the like the right place and like nothing to do with like dating other people necessarily. But I, there was a man who was being really, really mean to the TSA officer, like so arrogant. He was like, he was trying to jam his stuff on. Like, like TSA guy was like, hey, like, like it moves automatically. Like, can you not do that? This guy's not listening. He like is, keeps jamming. And so finally, like the TSI, TSA guy was like, hey, I understand that like you don't care about this, but like you're making my job really hard. Like, can you please stop? This dude like slams it so that? hard. He Yes, the TSA guy. And like, for record, like... This Usually is like don't a... see that type of vulnerability from TSA yes! people. Yes! <laughs> I was like, this is like the nicest TSA man in the world. Like, he is not here to wield power. He is literally just here to like get his paycheck, not be a dick to anyone and leave. And this dude was being a monster. And then at the end, like, so it was whatever. He like slammed the TSA guy's finger. I was like, okay, this is like what I don't need to get involved in this. And then as we're going, I hear this dude go, I can't find my second laptop. Where's my second laptop? And... Then he like is freaking out. He's yelling at everyone. And then he looks at the TSA guy after he finds it and is like, excuse me, what's your name? And the TSA guy is like, whatever, like tells him his name. He's like, excuse me, you look me in the eye when you're on the job. And then he walks away. And I was like, Ooh, you know, this who's is not monster. on the job? Me. <laughs> I got so, I was like, you how said dare that? you? Well, did you, said, did you say who know who's not on the job? <laughs> no, what I said was, I was like, what's your problem? And I think he was really surprised because he was like, why is this like random girl talking to me? Like he looked kind of hopeful at first. And I was like, what's your problem? <laughs> How old do you think this guy was? <laughs> he was like, I want to say like, uh, like a douchey 28. Oh God. He was like a real, like real piece of work. Like Would terrible, we give terrible, terrible a, energy. Like, not like a, I don't want to say a pass, but like if he was like, like an older guy where it's like, you know, maybe you're just like, things aren't going your way, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe you're I just like, like grumpy like, and older, you know? Yeah. Then, I, then it's like, it's sad and it's not fun yeah, it's for still, anyone. It's not but, okay. I mean, but it's but not like, like, but when it's a young person, you're like, you have no reason to behave like this. You yeah. have not been hardened by the world. Right? You have an it, like, easy life. You have two laptops. Yeah, yeah. Like chill out, man. Like I didn't. And then I was like, he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you didn't have to be such a fucking dick to that guy. You said that? <laughs> I like really, I like, and he and was what did like, he was he was just like, mind your own business. Like he like wasn't trying to engage. He just like. Was there an audience at this point? No, but I did. Say, I said it loud enough. And we were, so we were sort of like we it was like at the part of LAX where you go through security and then there's stairs up to the gates. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah. were sort of like on a balcony, like sort yeah. of like into the sound of music. Yeah, there is, kind <laughs> so of, there is a way, very. I feel like it was kind of public. And I was also I was not trying to keep my voice down because I was like. You're behaving terribly. And I and I never like yell at people for stuff like that, but like something about like the headspace I was in was I was like, he can't get away with this. Like there's no reason. And after he told you to mind your own business, like what was his um like body language after? Was it did you could you tell that you kind of embarrassed like him and put him on the spot? No. Like this dude, Martin vibes out the wazoo, like no oh, self-awareness. And then I so then I like Martin vibes. I don't remember. <laughs> no, like absolute, like total, total tool who just seems like the kind of guy who like, I don't know, just like makes a woman like split the check if she's not going to hook up with him on the date. You know what I mean? Like decides yeah. whether or not to pay for the date before being like, so are we going back to mine? Like just like bad, bad man. 
And then at one point he was like, so then I, I started walking. So I was like, okay, uh, that was unhinged, Amanda. You don't usually do this, but we did that. I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't have a problem with it. Did you feel good about yourself or did you, were you embarrassed? I felt good because yeah. he was like, he was like, well, I hope you catch your flight. And I was like, I hope you find happiness because right now you're making it everyone's problem that you don't have it. Ooh. And then I laughed. Great. So I was proud of myself for that because like sometimes, you know, you just open your mouth and you hope you, it comes you, out and it sounds okay. No, you, you can feel good that you, uh, you hurt him. And I don't mean like you're not supposed to feel good that you hurt him, but like you, you left an impression. There's just, just no like, way that he, you saying that to him didn't, like get underneath the skin. You know what I'm saying? He might have pretended he didn't care. But I hope he like thinks about what he's done because it's like, I just no, think that, like that's- that probably won't happen. We've all had a bad day where you get like a little like cranky with a barista or whatever. And you're just like, oh, I'm, this is not your fault kind of thing. But like what you're describing is really aggressive like behavior. And it was the way that he like was like, you're on the job. Like you look me in the eye. Like I, that like really disgusted me because it was like such a, like it was such a, like, I don't know, very similar to like being rude to the waiter of like, I'm in a higher, like I have a higher status than you. I'm in a position of power over you while you're on the job. Like you work for me. And I was like, also, why would you piss off a TSA agent? Like, I'm pretty sure he could have you searched in a really extensive way. Yeah, I I mean, it's a a brazen (laughs) approach. I'm always like, even when I don't like, I'm not like smuggling anything, but I'm always like, I don't, what I don't want is like my shit to be searched because it's just like a waste of time. So like- It's like, even when I'm not doing anything, I am nervous at TSA. Like, and I'm never doing it. Like, I'm not even nervous. It's just like, I don't want to like be pulled aside and have them go through my bag and just be like, oh fuck. And at any moment, they're gonna be like, all right, buddy, you know what? We're gonna search your shit. Makeup. Something I know a lot about. But what here's, here's what I know is that uh, whether it's makeup or paint, an even application seems to be an important thing when it comes to makeup. No, right? And Luminous is helping you have the best makeup routine possible. I've worn some makeup in my life, in my entertainment career. You know, my, my, my first experience with uh, makeup airbrush uh, was on Dancing with the Stars. And I thought to myself, you know, it's like what the pros have. It, you know, you know what it reminded me of is like being a kid and I'm aging myself where video games weren't what they were now. You go to the arcade and then all of a sudden when video games get so good, you're like, this is like the arcade. It's like the professional version or like uh, the Hollywood quality Halloween costumes. And now Luminous is bringing you <laughs> Hollywood quality makeup in the comfort of your home with uh, their uh, wonderful Luminous Breeze airbrush. If you don't have a ton of time getting ready in the morning, look no further to the Luminous airbrush. We just, you know, just spray some makeup on your face and out the door. Just spray on beautiful. I mean, you're beautiful without makeup. The Breeze airbrush is handheld, cordless, and rechargeable so that you can bring it wherever you need. Plus, it features a no-mess tip that prevents it from spraying in your hair or eyes, uh, and it is self-cleaning. 18 different shades... Luminous is available in 18 shades. Yeah, it's great because, you know, with you have to be really careful about making sure your hands are clean when you're applying makeup, mm. especially if you want have like acne concerns or anything like that. And it is so nice being able to get an even application and you don't even have to worry about like getting any of the stuff on your hands, on your face. So your skin is also just going to be nicer and like they are serum in it. So it just feels like it feels like a combination between like a lightweight foundation and your whole skincare routine. I mean, I don't know much about it, but I did get it for Natalie and I turned into like boyfriend of the year and she was just spraying makeup everywhere. It was, uh, she was playing music. She, I, 
I felt like a hero. So be a hero to yourself or for the loved one in your life and get them the luminous airbrush right now. Whether you're updating your beauty routine because uh, you're headed back to the office or just looking for a better, faster way to put on your foundation, we've got good news for you right now. If you go to breezeairbrush.com slash V-I-A-L-L, you will receive 50% off, 5-0, 50% off their airbrush makeup system plus free shipping. And because you are a listener, there's a special free gift included just for you. That's 50% off plus shipping when you go to breezeairbrush.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Don't forget, you get 30 days of experience this airbrush in your home or send it back for a full refund. So not only do you get 50% off, you get a 100% money back guarantee if you don't like it within 30 days. What a win. Hey, we don't, we're just looking for ways to take stress out of our life. And uh, we all know that healthcare can be a daunting task, especially for women. Uh, unnecessarily complicated. So I've heard. Absolute nightmare. Life is stressful enough and accessing healthcare shouldn't be. Luckily, getting birth control is one less thing you have to worry about with The Pill Club. You'll never have to make a trip to the doctor or wait in line at a pharmacy ever again. They provide access to care from the f- uh, comfort of your home and delivery right to your door in discreet packaging. So many reasons for, for birth control and there's so many different birth controls out there and they are, will help you get the right one. If you're on birth control, remember to take your pill. Is already at work enough. Forget going to the doctor to get your prescription and picking it up at a pharmacy. The Pill Club wants to take that work out of taking care of yourself. Well, the Pill Club carries over 120 FDA approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging. The Pill Club is a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door for free. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash V-I-A-L-L, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every vile file listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. To get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control, remember, that's thepillclub.com slash V-I-A-L-L. You must use the link to make a donation. Well, we have a great episode for you. Also, this week, big week, uh, the Bachelorette finale is tomorrow, and they have a live AFR, so uh, you'll have to bear with us on uh, the release dates because we, we have a late night. We will be recapping the finale and AFR with the wonderful Elizabeth Wagmeister, who uh, has joined us before from Variety and breaking down all things finale. Uh, and then... Literally afterwards, we assume Brandon uh, will be joining us, the runner-up. Maybe maybe it'll be Nate, but we're going to assume Brandon. After AFR, he will be getting in a car, and while we are recapping, driving over to the studio, and then I will interview Brandon, and we will get these episodes out as soon as they are ready. So look for those uh, both uh, on Wednesday, and you can listen to them on your commute uh, home for the holidays if you're there yet. If you're on your way, and if not, we'll uh, we'll have them ready for you. So big week ahead. Other than that, don't forget to send your questions at asknickcastme.com. Cast with a K for uh, these episodes. Uh, be sure to send them in. Send in your uh, holiday questions, or you know, don't if they're not holiday themed. That's fine. We'll still take them. And uh, other than that, let's get to our callers. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Um, my name is Lizzie, and I'm 26 years old. How can I help, Lizzie? 
Oh, well, I'm writing in because it's almost time for my annual situationship to occur. Um, (laughs) So I'm currently living in a big city right now. And the man in this story is also living in a big city, but on the opposite side of the country. So like New York and LA? Uh, (laughs) Without saying yes, very, very close to yes. Okay. But I mean, they're big cities, the same, so I, I feel like you're, you're okay. Well, yes, we're in the big cities. Okay. Um, but we're from the same hometown, which is a small town, just smaller than where we are. But we go back every holiday, and we meet up every single Christmas um, since I was 15 years old. This guy was my first kiss. Um, I was a freshman in high school and he was a sophomore and the situation is we always cared about each other, but we never ended up dating. We never have done anything other than make out, but we've dated other people. We've both been in serious relationships. We've both been in love for sure, but um, not, I guess, with each other. You're giving me like a cringe face. Why is that so cringe to say? I mean, it's all I think... (laughs) because I'm a little worried that I'm over romanticizing my relationship with this person. Probably. Um, (laughs) That's what I figured you'd say. I mean, I don't, I I mean, and that's fine. So what, you know, (laughs) I know, but it feels so real when we're together and what feels real. Like, what do you mean? Describe your feeling. It feels like the most comfortable I've ever felt. And I feel you like you only see him once a year for the most part. Yeah. What do you mean for the most part? What, what exceptions have there been? Um, I mean, we used to hang out more when we both lived in that same hometown. Like it was only maybe the past like four or five years that we've lived in different cities and that just so happened to be the only time that we saw each other. And there's been opportunities to like visit, but when COVID hit, that was really tough. And I think also just like realistically, we both understand that we haven't spent enough time together to date or anything like that. Like that's not the expectation, but I'm having a hard time letting go of it or having anyone else compare to him at this point. How often do you guys talk? We talk when like there's something to say like it's not like good morning starshine like nothing like that starshine. which is not something i'm really like into anyway has anyone ever has anyone ever called you starshine i don't want to talk about it <laughs> not that anyone i let not anyone i let you had a guy call you starshine before they get creative these days nick they really do starshine <laughs> weird um all right um so like what I mean, what's what's your question? You just wanted me to know if if I think you're romanticizing it? I don't want to like have these big feelings for him and like like maybe discuss like we've had a discussion about like going to the same city at some point. I don't know if that's all talk talk no bite, you know what I mean? I mean, you've known this guy since you were fifteen. Yeah. You talk about having this incredible comfort with someone. And yet yeah. and yet you act like you have this incredibly complicated situation that's to me doesn't sound all that complicated you're implying that throughout these years 
despite you know you know you've known him for so long a big i mean hell almost half your life yeah and yet you don't talk a ton you talk when it you know something comes up and yet you're like so what is your read on it like have do you think he feels just as quote unquote comfortable around you or you're just you have no idea uh, so when we're together he's very good at making me seem like the distance is like the only thing really stopping us from like exploring more. How does he do that? Because I brought it up. I don't want to like, I don't know. I'm not going to be like, so what are we, you know, I'm just like not going to do that. But we've had a discussion of like, what would this look like if we were to be in the same city? And he's like, we would like, we would be dating. And he said, obviously that. that's all talk. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very like the feelings are there. Like, it's there, but we're not in the same city. And I'm just okay, thinking, so is this just like an emotional thing? He's just trying to get from me. Like I'm a gas pump. Is there like, a connection? Is there one question? You know, is there even anything there? You have these like feelings that come up when you see him, and like by definition, you're clearly romanticizing it just because, you know, you're just not seeing him all that much and you've known him for so long. And uh, clearly there's something there, but, when it sounds like when we talk about it, there there really isn't a lot of there really isn't a lot there. It, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because you only see him once a year. You only talk to him a handful of times throughout the year. You know, he certainly has said, "Yeah, if we were in the same city, we'd be dating." But you recognize that's pretty easy to say because you know you're yeah. not in the same city. You know, so mm -hmm. and do you even really know if he's the type of guy who? would say that because he knows you're not in the same city and it's fun to say and you know and so and then the second question is all right let's assume that he is sincere right that he feels exact same way about you you know he's talking to his buddies and been like you know this girl and she's 15 and we get together i just i don't know honestly if all these I'm dating all these chicks, I'm all these apps, and it's fine. I meet them, and I have a fling here, and I have a fling there, and I've been in love, but I always come back to this girl. And like, but she, we're in a different city, you know? Like, he could be saying the same thing as you, and except neither of you, I mean, by neither of you, I'm only talking to you, you're, mm -hmm. not, even, you're not even saying to me, I would be willing to make him a priority if I felt like he was willing to make me a priority. I, I could essentially, realistically, I could move anywhere. It might not be my first choice. You know, if I'm only thinking about me, I would move to Miami. But if I was thinking about this relationship, I could live in LA. I don't know if I'd live in LA, you know, on my own, but like, it's a cool, you know what I'm saying? Like people mm -hmm. do that shit all the time, right? So the question is, the first question you have to ask yourself before even worrying about what he thinks, if you got what you wanted, from him, would you be willing to do what it would require to make that relationship work? In the early 2000s, millions of households across the world tune in to watch contestants battle for the last rose or to be a final survivor on the island. Reality TV was beginning to dominate the airwaves and every show needed to be bigger, flashier, and more scandalous than the last. Wondery's new podcast miniseries, Harsh Reality, the story of Miriana, Miriam Rivera, reveals what happened behind the scenes of this infamous TV show and how a multi-million dollar lawsuit in media fallout impacted the lives of Miriam 
and the contestants and change the rules of reality TV forever. Follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early ad-free by joining Wondery Plus on Apple Podcast or the Wondery app. If the worst thing that you ever are known for is having feelings for someone who doesn't feel the same about you, all you are is human. You know, you're just like literally everyone else. You know, everyone has been that in that position. And it's attractive, I honestly think, to be vulnerable enough to just put yourself out there and still get rejected. You know, it gets weird and creepy when you don't accept the rejection. You know, right. so like if you put yourself out there and say, hey, listen, Ryan, whatever the fuck his name is, you know, um, we've been together. You see him in the holidays and you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to put it out there. I think yeah. about you all the fucking time. And like we've said over the same city and like, I don't know about you. I've been on all, I've been on all the apps. I've, and like, what if, what if we decided to make each other a priority? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm down, but I'm, I'm scared. I'm so scared. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? Putting yourself out there is not unattractive. Okay. Okay. Oh God. It's just not. Why do you, why do you think he's been holding on? Like, it just 10 years seems like a very dramatic number. And I get it that like I'm available when he does call kind of thing. Like I get it that I'm there and like, why not? Like he's having, a, like we're having a good time. It's a, it's Ooh. a great day every time we do, but like, that's a really long time. Doesn't he know that like, this is maybe being romanticized to me a little bit. Like, I don't know this guy. And you're like, why is he doing this? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm Nick. <laughs> you know? And, and like the only you listen, you're afraid of rejection. You have an ego, you have pride. You are, a, you know, it's like, you're just, you're the kid who's afraid of jumping in the pool because you know, it's going to be a little bit, a little bit cold. And like, it's just not going to kill you, you know? And yeah. that's, you're just like, just jump in, get wet, see what happens. And I think, yeah, I think I'm a little scared too, just because like, I don't want to mess up a good thing type of thing. And I get it. What's you kinda the have good to, thing you, you've made out? You have, it's not even it's like, you're not even like, we have the best sex once a year. You don't understand for girls. We're used to like the guys only wanting sex. So like when he just like wants to kiss me and like, that's enough at the park, our little bench, like that every year to look forward to, you have no idea what that does to a girl. Like it is, he has to know. Come on. I don't think so. Oh, Nicholas. Okay. I mean, well. it's just a... Well, yeah. I mean, you're literally... I mean, truly romanticizing a moment. I know. And like, yeah, a park bench. It's cute. Certainly. Like, you can like go to bed and dream about and fantasize about your rom-com moment. But like, <laughs> whatever. You know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is kissing at a park bench good enough for you? Is that... No. Okay. So, you know, you, you do, like, it's been fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've yeah. exhausted this little fantasy, this cute little, like, rom-com moment with the boy you went to high school with. But now you need to grow up, see if you can take it a step further. And, right. And, yeah, what you are, the only thing you're risking is this little cute moment that you really come, have come to enjoy. 
Yeah. But like, I know. Like, whatever. You gotta, you gotta move on from that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he is. I don't. Th- I'm, I'm, who knows? I don't know this guy, but there's a good chance he's not like, can't wait for that park bench. And like, you know, like, do you think there's any chance? And I don't mean this, like that he could be like a fuckboy, like just in his life or like having sex, dating casually, meets a girl, has a couple dates, has some sex, they move on. They kind of, you know, they're like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. And maybe he's been fuckboyed by a couple girls. And he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think there's a chance he's like that? Or do you think he's like Mr. Just waiting for the one. No. Okay. He's, he's definitely had long-term girlfriends. I know that they are getting busy for sure. And I know that he's very suave. Like he's very, he's, I mean, a very, very likable guy. Like everyone likes him. All the girls like him, you know, he, he's out there for sure. So it, I think like when it comes to like us, like why we haven't taken that next step is we're literally in a park. Like it's like, the annual spot after 10 years, it's not going to be in a car. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. Why, why not? So, <laughs> why not like a house or because we're staying at our parents' house, you know? Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, oh, you, this is very high school ish. And I know we're kind of stuck. We've right? all hooked like, up in our parents' basements while hoping mom and dad yeah. don't walk down the stairs. So, like, if you're if you're looking to like extend this like rom com moment, like there you I go, know. <laughs> you know. I know, I know, I know. Maybe I mean I haven't tried any of that, but he hasn't either. So maybe he's not. Like when you're making like out, when you're so. making out on the park bench, is it just like a little peck, or is it like a? No, no, it's it's legit. It's, like a, it's, it's a legit. hard makeout. Yeah, yeah. Is there heavy petting? Is there just like uh, like a full embrace or like? <laughs> There's yes, yes. And then it just like, what I got awkwardly stops. It's just like a goodbye, you know what I mean? Like we save it for the end and we wait So like every year, year you hang out, you go to a movie, you like go get ice cream, and then like as you're like departing, you're like, let's go. And is this no. is this a warm weather climate? Like is this out in the snow? It's not snow. It's um our hometown is on the west coast. And we basically, yeah, we meet up at our local park. We have a bench and like a little jungle gym. We bring a board game and we play, we hang out, we romp around and then we leave. That's it. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's definitely a, a fantasy. And that's what it's, kind I of, know. What's, what's interesting is like you guys in this, in some ways cute and in some ways weird, <laughs> have been like, have been like uh, preserving this moment. You know, the fact that like, it's kind of cute that like you do this thing as like this ritual or this kind of routine, right? And I can understand why it's something you guys look forward to. And listen, if, if that's, you know, maybe you just hang on to this. That's what I was going to ask you next is like, maybe do I just allow it to be this nice Well, either way, it's going to end someday, thing? right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or imagine or you get a boyfriend, I you're like, hey, step. listen, like, here's this thing. I got this buddy and we play board games, but like, don't worry. We've never dated. We've never had sex, but like, you know, it's going to end. So I mean, yeah, well, that's the thing is like we've had relationships and then we just are respectful of it when it does like we'll still hang out. And like our partners usually did know, like, I know it sounds really weird, but like, yeah, like we like 
So hey, you're, like this person. So you're not totally respectful. Thing. Imagine being on the flip side oh, of that, shoot. right? You know, like. <sighs> So every every holiday season, you get together in a park with games and you romp around whatever the fuck that is, fly kites, <laughs> I don't know. And then when you're single, you have a heavy, passionate makeout where there's some like heavy petting and like, you know, like when you're kind of like scratching each other's back and, and feeling like you can't get enough of one another, you know, and then you say goodbye. And then when you're in a relationship, you do all of that but the makeout and heavy petting. And imagine you being the flip side of that. And he's like, but babe, we don't make out anymore, but we still get together. You would be pissed. Oh, You'd yeah, be like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, congratulations, no, right. you know? So listen, I, I do think the a mature adult thing to do would be to acknowledge that this was fun. It was a fun little like childish but like young adult thing to do. And maybe there's something there. And now you guys need to like take the leap of faith. Someone need to put himself out there. It might as well be you. And, <laughs> and but the, I think more importantly, you actually need to think to yourself, are you honestly willing to do what you, like it, to make this work would require some sacrifice on both of your parts. But before you worry about him, are you actually willing to do that? If I, I don't know. I have a very logical, rational side of my brain. And despite my very best efforts, the other half is a true romantic. So if it were to be met halfway, I would do it just because that's, I do value that. And I do believe in, you know, making decisions around people you love sometimes not all the time but like fully knowing that that you could date for six months to a year i mean you know five percent about this guy (laughs) i'm just throwing out a number but you know you you know far less than you know yeah you know you have filled in the gaps of all the things you want to believe who he is but like you have no idea yeah yeah and i know that I think it's just like, I know enough to where it's like, I really am interested in knowing more. Like, and I get the feeling that he does too, but we're not making any strides. The biggest thing is you just have to get over yourself. Yeah. And accept that if you take a risk here, there is a greater chance you will be disappointed than and having this end up in marriage. <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> right? Because that's the end game. And yeah. uh, if you get disappointed, you get disappointed. You move on, you adapt, you learn, you love, you cry, and you move on. Uh, yeah, but it like, just feels so much bigger than it actually is. Like talking about it obviously like helps me. And that's why we do it. That's why we talk. But goddamn. I, I think you should go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what is so... What is so bad about that? Have you have you guys talked recently in anticipation for the romping? Oh yeah, you know it. There's always some rapport building right before, for sure. You should just text him right now and be like, "Wild idea. I think we should have sex when this this time." Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Why is that like I mean, I mean I'm kidding, but 
No, don't. Then, yeah, see, you can't tell me that stuff because, like, I'll do it. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, also, if you do do it, like, fuck it. Who gives a shit? I mean, go get somewhere. Like, I mean, or or say, you know, like, I mean, at this point, realistically, before you think about like drastically changing your life plans and potentially considering like moving to a city you wouldn't otherwise move to see if there's real chemistry okay i'm nervous about having sex with him though if i'm already romanticizing this now like giving more of myself to him with like the effort he's been putting in like a i don't necessarily want to reward that i don't want to like be like you can have all of this with the amount of you're giving me like that, what are you like, giving him versus there. what he's giving you? I don't understand. I don't. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. no, you. That that's a good reminder. Is like, I'm not doing much more. You have this fantasy with this guy. It's a very structured fantasy, and you have unknowns about your physical chemistry. You have unknowns about your emotional chemistry and connection, and so yeah. you have to start somewhere, right? It it is yeah. a greater risk to have have that next step be sex, right? Because you don't have an emotional connection. So if you guys give in to the moment and hook up, he as a guy will be evaluating the sex, right? And you might blow his mind or it might just be like pretty good sex with, you know, sprinkled in with some like awkwardness of, and like you, what you guys have going against you is the buildup. The buildup usually doesn't like, you know, it makes things stressful and awkward and you're in your head. And that doesn't mean you don't have physical chemistry. It just means like the buildup kind of is affecting things, right? You can get through it, whatever. But like the other option is to build, start building an emotional connection, start building a relationship with this guy, with this guy outside of the fantasy that you guys have created. And you work yeah. with what you have. And you start texting more and you like plan a FaceTime date. You have a rapport with this guy. He's not some yeah. stranger. You play this no. or that. You talk about each other's day. You look forward to like people have built relationships over like being across the country and looking forward to ending and starting their day with like talking to the person that they want to talk to most and how was your day and tell me about work and you're on FaceTime and then you watch your favorite rom-com together and you stare at the moon and you're like, we're looking at the same moon, even though we're like miles apart, you know, you're that bullshit. And then you see if there's an emotional connection, you know, and you build a foundation so that when you do have sex and it's a little bit of awkwardness and a little bit of like, whatever, you're still like, I'm still excited. I still want to hang out with you next day and let's have sex again. And then it's a lot <laughs> less awkward and it's a lot less, you know, like stressful. And it's just about like building that foundation. So now you're right. You, you kind of have to grow up a little bit when it comes to this situation and and say no. no to the the fantasy. The fantasy is eventually going to end. I guess One I way didn't or the realize other. up until this point how scared I was yeah. of like that potential, you know. So re recognize it's going to end. So now you can control how it ends. You can it can end with you shooting your shot, and the worst part being your ego being rejected and you move on. Or it can end with none of you doing anything. Maybe you find someone, maybe he finds someone, but either way, in the back of your mind, you will always be wondering, and that will be a little bit of regret. And I'm personally someone 
who thinks regret is like, like the worst thing to have about anything in this right. like one life we have to live. Like, you know, I would rather be rejected than wonder what if. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I think you should start building a, an emotional connection via technology that is afforded to you. Maybe hook up. And then either way, at the end of this holiday season, you will have shot your shot. And then you will yeah. reach back out to us one way or the other and tell us how it went. I'll tell you how it goes. Yeah, you'll get an update for sure. All right. And then you'll come back on and let us know. <laughs> and you'll either be really excited or you'll come on and cry and then we'll be <laughs> fine and you'll move on. All right. We're about to find out who are the romantics and who are the skeptics in the world just by the story. That's for sure. All right. But really go for it. Get over yourself. I do it. Right. I'll do it. No, you really helped me with that. Thank you. All right. This All right. made me feel so much better. All right. Seriously. Good. Thank you. All right. Well, take care. Happy holidays. Good luck. Happy holidays. All right. Let Thanks us know. Again. All right. Bye-bye. How's it going? Hi, Nick. I'm Brandis, uh, and I'm 29 years old. How can I help? So uh, I have known my crush. Uh, he's 26 uh, for about 11 years. Okay. Um, it's kind of a little bit of a complicated, messy uh, past, but I'll do my best. So he was 15? Yeah. So we were young uh, when we when we met. So kind of like families have known each other for a really long time. And you were 18? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I was actually in a relationship at the time. Um, everything was, we were just kind of friends. Our families knew each other. Um, so I always had a crush on him. I kind of felt that he had a crush on me um, as well, but nothing ever happened. Uh, just this past summer, uh, we reunited at a, a wedding. Uh, so uh, we haven't been in touch uh, in years. Um and all of a sudden, we're just kind of back in each other's uh, lives. We have a really close mutual friend. Um, so I ended up telling my friends who had gotten married uh, that I had always had a crush on him. Um, and they were blown away. They said, there, there's no way he's always had a crush on you. Uh, I should probably say that he is. He had just gotten back with his um, girlfriend right before the wedding. Uh, so he is in a relationship. So... After the wedding, uh, it was really good to see each other. He ended up messaging me um, and saying that he had missed me. It was so good to have me like back in his life. Um, and so we just kind of chatted back and forth. Um, a night with friends, I was kind of convinced to uh, tell uh, him that I had a crush on him. Uh, so I did. I messaged him and I said, uh, I have a crush on you um, and kind of have for a long time. Uh, he reciprocated. He said like a lot of really bold things. Um, he said, uh, I've always wanted you. I've always liked you. I would leave any relationship for you. You're my dream girl. Um, just a lot of really bold things. So I said, um, why don't we just kind of take a step back? I, you evaluate your situation that you're in. Um, and then we can, we can, we can talk. Okay. So fast forward. Uh, I was over at our mutual friend's house. Um, and he ended up showing up. Um, and it kind of progressed to, um, us talking about the situation with our friends. And he said that he felt that he had made the first move by messaging me, even though he was in a relationship. So it was kind of confusing to me. And so he, alcohol was involved and, uh, he said that he had nowhere. What do you mean? So we had been drinking, like we had been drinking at my friend's place. So wait, he came over to your friend's house? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I was there. 
So after the wedding, he messaged you. It was nice to see you. You're like, I have feelings for you. He's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I have feelings for you too. He said some more shit. Yeah. He said, yeah. well, you're in a relationship, so go figure your shit out. And then mm-hmm. a couple of weeks later, you guys ended up yep. at your friend's house together while you were drinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, then, so- and then you're drinking and then, then he was like, and then what, you called him out for like, like, what's up? You checked in and he was like, so my friends actually did. Okay. Uh, so our mutual friend kind of looked and he was just like, okay, you know, do you have feeling for feelings for Brandy? Um, and he said, yes. And then he asked me and I said, yes. Um, so we're both just kind of sitting there and he goes, well, then I'm confused. Like, I don't know what you guys are doing here. Like you're unhappy in your relationship. He looked at my, like my crush and said, like, you said this basically, to him? No, like um, our friend said this to him. Okay. He said, like, you're unhappy. Like, you complain to me all the time. You're unhappy. Like, you have the girl that you've been into for years and years and years finally telling you that she likes you. Like, basically, make, like, do what you need to do. So, it kind of tensions kind of ran high. And I, I eventually said, okay, I'm actually going to go walk your dog and just kind of walk what do you mean? Away what do you mean situation. tensions ran high? Like, it got I awkward or. Felt- yeah, like it got awkward. I felt like okay. in that moment, we were both really put on the spot. Um, it's nothing that we had ever like addressed in person. Uh, I just had always been kind of over messaging up until that point. So I uh, went, took their dog for like our friend's dog uh, for a walk. And and my crush ended up saying, okay, like uh, I'll, I'll join you. So we went on a walk and and we just kind of talked and he said, what's your timeline look like? Like, are you expecting me to like break up with her and like get into a relationship with you? And I said, no, I said, that's, that's not my expectation. I said, I understand that, that there's a grieving period there that you need to find yourself. And how long has he been dating this chick? So they've been dating almost four years, but they were broken up for, for a little bit and they just got back together before the summer. Okay. So. So I told him that obviously he could take the time that he needed to grieve that relationship. And that um, even if we just kind of continued to re-get to know each other, that it's been a, a while since we've been in each other's lives. I, I I just don't really understand his question. His question? When he was like, what are your... Like, he's the one with the girlfriend. And why is he asking your expectations of... I think he was basically trying to tell me that he's not okay to just jump into something with me right away that he would need time uh in between his did relationship he actually say that or are you thinking for him i'm thinking for him he okay. didn't actually say that yeah, yeah. i'd be careful doing that <laughs> okay it's a little risky yeah <laughs> but he said he asked you what his timeline your timeline is yeah yeah so anyways i'll kind of fast forward to uh the big thing that happened so we ended up going back into um our friend's uh house and he said okay can i spend the night and they said no sorry like they i think they were kind of being troublemakers a little bit and they said no we don't have any clean sheets for our spare bedroom like you're not going to be able to stay here and my friend goes oh but you know brandy has a spare room you can go stay at her place so i was like okay so he ended up, we ended up coming back over to my place, um, talking for a long time, just kind of rehashing everything out about the way that we felt and kind of how things um, had gone from the time we knew each other when we were young till now and how our lives have kind of led up. Um, and he, uh, we were just about to go upstairs um, and he said, I think it's, it's I, should, I should leave. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I think that that's like probably a good choice. So he leaves. My phone goes off about a minute later. 
he had texted me and he said, I had to leave because I knew that I would kiss you. And I said, okay, that's probably a good thing then that you left because I would have wanted the same thing. So not even a minute later, he shows up at my door standing in the rain. Like I, it was crazy. He's standing there and he looks at me and he says, how can you say that to me? And I said, what do you mean? Like, you know how I feel about you. Like, I think how it's best say what to you? that I wanted him to kiss me too. And so... I mean, this all sounds like, uh, to be honest, if I'm being honest. Yes, sounds, It sounds very high school. Thank you. I, I think it does too. Like, and this is where I'm wondering. So he, he, he literally just charges in, kisses me. He did. And it was, he did. It was like this rom-com movie moment where he's standing in the rain, professing his feelings, charges in, So he cheated on me. his girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a rom-com so, moment. Yeah. yeah, it was really though. I feel like it, it, yeah. So I'm just curious. Um, I'm just curious. So how much time has gone by between uh, the kiss and the acknowledgement of you guys crushing on each other? A couple weeks, three weeks? Yeah, I would say I told him how I felt. And yeah, two weeks later, we were at my friend's and that's when he kissed me. And prior to the kiss, did you have, were you aware of any conversations he's had with his girlfriend? I mean, take... You're gonna break up with someone in two weeks. It, yeah. It just it sounded like he was willing to dip his toes in the waters with you while he put his girlfriend on hold. Yeah. I, that, mean, why, I think, why couldn't he take care of his business and then have his rom com moment as a single man? I don't I don't understand. And this is I think where I'm at is I um told him that I didn't want to be the other the other girl. And I made that quite clear. And so I think almost in that moment, I don't know if maybe I was just making an excuse for myself, uh, maybe for him, that I thought we were kind of choosing each other, that that was almost like a, a signaling, signaling to me that we were was, kind of I in think it. he was choosing himself. Well, he ended up, uh, you know, I guess we came in, talked, kissed a little bit more. Um, he ended up like... He had a he problem. Pretty, he had a... I mean, he got... Mad, mad at you or whatever he questioned you doing the right thing you're like he was like oh i probably should go and you're like yeah you probably should go and he was like how could you say that to me I'm like, what the fuck is that right well he ended up uh like naked in my bed we did not sleep together i refused he ended up um he ended like it like magically well, not magically. We went upstairs. Wow, whoa, and, you're naked. Whoa. Uh, he he undressed himself. I did not. I, 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 yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> we just have a way of like acting like it. Yeah. These weren't our choices. Right. Oh, 100. I own my part in this. Uh, yeah. 100%. But um, we went upstairs to go to bed. He's like, okay, like I'll stay here then. And, and so I'm does he, does he still go. have a girlfriend? So he still has a girlfriend. We've had a conversation uh, since. He backpedaled uh, very, very hard. Um, he basically said that he is not happy in any part of his life except for his job and that he allowed himself to get caught up and that he needs to focus on that. Um, but he, still has he a expressed, girlfriend. right. Yeah, he expressed anger <sighs> at, his, at our friends and said that they shouldn't have meddled and just allowed things to kind of naturally happen between us. So his choices um, weren't his? Were they forced Basically. Them? 
Yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't know. I like, I think here's what I think. He is uh like got that what main character syndrome or or whatever. Our friend uh, Emma told us about the other day. But yeah, and then he got what he wanted. You know, in terms of this crush, this fantasy. If he was in fact like maybe he had a crush on you over the years, you finally validated that. And then you know when you have a crush, it's validated regardless of your situation. You want to take advantage of it. He did. He had, a, he had his moment with you. You know, whether he slept with you or not, he got enough from you getting naked, making out that like now he felt the need to like, he was able to think more clearly. I mean, in, in fact, he was, once the crush was uh, kind of acknowledged that he kind of probably got obsessive over that. Okay. Um, and now he's just, sounds like he's pretty selfish he's now he, he's now a cheater and uh now he's he's still with he's still yeah he's still with her and and i think part of the problem is that like we will have to see each other again at social events because our friends are pretty social people um and they often have christmas parties and barbecues in the summer um and i know that i'm going to have to be seeing him again i would as far as seeing him again i would um I think you what you need to do is decide for yourself as your individual. Hey, you had a crush. You got to let him go. Yeah. Uh, I keep thinking that like, what if I wait around and maybe things okay, well, will, what if you wait but around? I know that I know it's a waste of time. He'd be get, uh, he's going to treat you the same way he treats her someday. Mm hmm. That would also, yeah, be my concern. And I've been cheated on in the past. Guaranteed. Okay. That's how he'll treat you. Maybe not right away. But Mm. certainly once the crush excitement wears off, and that already happened. Right. So even if he came around, and I wouldn't be shocked, he's going to break up with this girl at some day. Either either he's going to find out he's unfaithful or his selfishness. Well, they've already broken up. I mean, usually those things have a way of happening again and then he'll probably mm-hmm. knock on your door then the, the question you want to ask yourself is what are you going to do then right you know? what do I and do you just act you just act normal I mean you're not in love with them you don't have a long history you don't have to get all weird around them you just I would pretend it never happened okay it'll drive him nuts but like, just pretend it never happened okay Okay. And he, when he when he does his and then when you don't give him attention, he'll want more attention. Okay. But just don't give that to him. And I would literally act like it never happened. She's like I don't know what you're talking about. But we did. What? <laughs> well, this is this is yeah because I'm going to be seeing him for the first time uh, this weekend at a Christmas party. So and his girlfriend will be there. I would just pretend it never just... happened. Okay. Uh, well, so his girl, if, if his girlfriend's going to be there, he'll definitely pretend like it ever happened. But you're just doing it for yourself. You're just doing it so like, and don't don't focus on him. Don't watch her. Don't watch him. Enjoy your friends. Okay. You don't have this long history. You don't have to make it more than it is. Okay. I get that you had a crush on him. I get fine. But like, recognize that this crush was built up of anticipation and excitement over years. How much you really know about this guy? Very little. And what you do know is that he's been selfish and he's a cheater. And he's, that moment was all about him. It wasn't about you two. It was all about him. 
And then once he got that moment that he wanted, he re- reversed back to, you know. Also, by the way, he's lying. Oh, mm-hmm. if he if he if he needs to work on himself, then why didn't he? Why doesn't he break up with this girl? He's still re- he's still with her. He's bringing her to the yeah. party. He's yeah. full of, I mean, he's full of shit. Nothing he says makes sense. Okay. Okay. I was trying to somehow rationalize it and. And yeah, but no, you're you're totally right. I mean, if he really totally wants right. to work on himself, if he's unhappy with anything but his job, then and he needs to focus on himself, that's fine. But like, why is he still with her, the person he cheated on? Right, right. He he went away for a long time to to be in the navy, and he says that he doesn't feel the same. It was and, something he told you because he thought you would believe it. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's just some bullshit. He thinks you'll. You know, it'll work. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. I think it's I'm I'm making the poor mistake of grieving something that wasn't and that never really was. And correct. Yeah, he's not the one who got away. He's just yeah. I get the crush. It's normal. Yeah. But like recognize that not all crushes. It's you know a crush is more based off the fantasy than reality. Yeah, I and, think and the fantasy it. can turn into reality. But now that you've experienced some reality with him, it's not that great. Right. The fantasy was so built up, I think for so long for both of us. Yeah. So once you accept that, it'll be easier for you to hang around him and see him and, and uh, don't, don't give him the satisfaction of letting him know that you're really all that bothered by it. You've moved on, you've dealt with it. And you know, when he does come, when he does come around because he's going to want some attention when this relationship ends, you know, just make sure you are in control of your emotions and being honest with yourself about reality okay. versus a fantasy. Yeah, because he he made a comment that he still wanted to be friends, and I told him no, that that was not an option. Like after what happened, I'm not being disrespected like that, and and quite frankly, neither is his relationship. So yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't waste the energy of acting all that bothered around him. Okay, around him for sure. I mean, if you want to still be okay. a little upset, but don't give him the satisfaction. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Nick. Right. I appreciate it. Best of luck. <laughs> All, right. All right. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name's Kelsey, and I'm 28. How can I help, Kelsey? Um. So I have a situation with my friends, and I'm trying to reconcile with them after I betrayed the trust. Oh, uh, so you so- know you're the bad guy here. I am the bad guy here. Yes. Right. What'd you do? <laughs> I'm fully aware. What'd you do? Um, so it's a long story uh, and it started from like my early 20s. So I'm going to try to get as to the point as possible. And I live in a small town. So news travels very fast. All right. So um, I lost my virginity to a friend's brother. Um, we continued to hook up like the entire time I was away in college, just when I came home. Uh-huh. Um, the friend kept know it about a, it? No, no, the friend didn't. Uh, no, we no, we kept it a secret, just that we had a lot of mutual friends and we didn't want to make it a thing. Um, but by the time that I was, was ready he to older back, or younger than you? He was older than me. Okay. Yeah. Um, but by the time that I moved back home, he'd started dating this new girl, and this girl had completely kind of infiltrated herself into my immediate friend group. Uh oh. So, mm. <laughs> whenever I'd be with my friends, it would be us her and this guy that I used to hook up with. And like, I didn't really know like her that well. And it wasn't, nobody knew about us. So I didn't think to mention it. 
Well, I, I did think to mention it, but I just yeah. didn't think it was that important. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you, you thought to mention it. You knew they didn't know, and you were afraid to be honest with them out of fear of how they would react. That's Oh, yeah, and that's that's kind of the basis of this whole story. Okay, yeah, but that, that, um, is, that, is, that would be the most honest way to articulate that thought. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. I didn't think of it, but I actually did. Um, so until one day he, we were at a party and he pulled me aside and he said, you know, I'm in love with you. I don't know what to do now that you've moved back home. Like I'm with this girl and she's moved in. I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, there's really nothing we can do. You know, did you, you can't just, did you want to be with him? Um, in a sense, yes. I what never really mean? considered it. Like I felt like had feelings for him, but I, he was never really an option because I had moved away for so long and I had just moved back and he was with a new girl. Like he just was never an option, right? Like, yeah, but I, like I, you can, you can move back, realize someone you used to have some sort of relationship with, hook up buddy or whatever. Yeah. And then you move back and they have a girlfriend and yeah, like you accept they have a girlfriend, but deep down you're just like, Bummed. And then when they come yeah. to you and say, I'm in love with you, mm -hmm. like, what did you feel in that moment? I felt really confused because it was such a situation that's like, you can't just break up with this girl who's now in our friend group and then just jump to me and I'll be fine. Like, it's just so complicated that. I mean, you can. I it'll, just, it'll just be messy for a minute. Yeah. So, and I was also in a bad situation. I was in a bad spot. Um, and that's kind of. So what happened? So um, you guys basically, I you I guys said hooked no. up, didn't you? Yes, eventually. Okay. I said no. He continued to. So yeah. so him breaking up with her and moving her out. Yeah. Even though she's in the friend group, and certainly that would get messy. That's yeah. not possible. We can just fuck instead. <laughs> that's that's doable. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no. I was going through a really uh, tough time, um, and he was like pursuing me consistently, pretty for a long time. All while uh, he had a girlfriend. While he had a girlfriend. Why didn't you I, say, "Hey, listen, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I like you too, but you have a girlfriend, mm -hmm. and certainly her being in the friend group can get messy. But either way, you pursuing me while you have this girlfriend." not only disrespects your girlfriend, mm -hmm. disrespects me. And if yeah. I were to ever say yes, all I know is you have no problem pursuing someone else while in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So like, why are you doing that? Like what, what stopped you from doing something like that? Well, I was going like, I experienced a sexual assault and he was the only one who knew about it. So I kind of felt bonded to him in that sense. But because of that, I was like spiraling out of control, doing really risky things in all sense of my life. Like, it was just a really bad time for me. And I wasn't really making the best decisions. And I knew that. And Liz, um, he knew because you had confided in him about this? Yes. And it wasn't an intentional con uh, confiding. It was just, you know, I was triggered one time we were together before. And I felt like I needed to tell him. And he was the only person who knew. Okay. So he ended up being, like, the only person I was really confiding in at that point. So I was really just spiraling out of control in all sense of the word. Like I wasn't going, I was going through a really tough time. Okay. So I made some really stupid decisions um, and it kind of mm. snowballed into like this full blown affair. Until How long one day, did the affair go on for? Um, I would say probably like eight or nine months. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Until one day his girlfriend walked in on us. Oh boy. And it was the worst day of my life. Um, cause I realized that I wasn't just 
hurting myself and I was hurting other people. I knew it before, but I just fully saw it then. So I cut it off, obviously. And I thought she was going to tell our entire friend group and that would be it. That, that, that it would be game over. I'd lose everybody in my life. But she didn't. She was embarrassed. She probably, yeah. Uh, I was embarrassed and everybody, not, you know. Not probably. She, no, she was she, embarrassed yeah. and didn't want people to know that. Yeah. So she, her, her ego saved you in that no, moment. Well, in that moment. Uh, yeah. In that moment. Yeah. So she didn't talk about it. I like we, her and I didn't talk about it. We just kind of moved on. Um, but it was like a ticking time bomb. Like when is you this going to go on? off? You never like address. Did you ever try to reach out no. to her? I did. She didn't want to talk about it. Um, okay. So, you know. And then what did you do from that moment? Just kind of pretend like it didn't happen. Okay. Like I, I cut it off with him, obviously. Like You did cut you know, it off I was, with him. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I cut it off with him, uh, kind of moved on with my friends, pretend like it didn't happen. But it was like a time bomb. And then when they broke up, she told all of my friends. Mm. Um, and that kind of blew up in my face. So it, which is totally fair. You know, everybody was really upset with me. I was the bad guy, but I, they could see that I was spiraling. They could see it was going through a hard time. And they said, you know, what you did wasn't okay, but we want you to see you get help in a healthy way. Like we want you to see yeah. you get better. Okay. So I did. I went to therapy. I started working on my self-esteem. That's I awesome. tried to like be a better person. Um, how long ago then, did this happen? Um, this happened probably three or four years ago. Okay. So a while. Um, so, but then here's the kicker. I continued on trying to be better, but I always like idealized this guy and thought he was the love of my life. I loved him so much. I compared every guy that I dated to him and he reached out and basically said the same thing. Like, I'm really in love with you. So we were like, well, we want to see where this goes. So we decided to talk and sit down and see if we could come up with a plan that maybe we could be together, but still save face with my friends and still kind of somehow work it out. So I went to his house to go talk to him about it but because I live in a small town, somebody w saw me walking into his house. And then that's when everything blew up in my face again. <laughs> well, and why? I mean, at this point, he's single and you're single. This, yeah. But then because I was going to see him again, everybody was like, you're lying to us again. You're have you're seeing it behind our backs, which wasn't the case. Okay. Like I was literally, we were trying to like figure this out and see if we could maybe see each other and figure out a plan to to kind of make sure that everybody, you know, could get on board. Um, but then everybody was so mad at me. They turned their back on me, said, like, you know, we don't trust you. I was like, fair. <laughs> you know, like. But then because I did that and I saw so all my friends turn their back on me, I kind of jumped into this relationship two feet first and then the pandemic hit. So um, you guys like started dating? Got, yeah, like we got pretty serious really quick. So your friends abandoned like, you and then... I, mean, I, I just kind of was like... Well, I was he's like, the, well, only, he's I, the only one left. I might as well just... I got to put um, all my eggs in this basket and then it just started this horrible toxic 
abusive relationship. Like I ignored all the, the warning signs, like the substance abuse, everything. I just jumped in. I was like, well, this is what I deserve. You know, <laughs> I, I did this to myself. But then here's, we're going back to my friends. Um, so I've been broken up for him for, for about a year now. And um, I have this one friend, like the rest of them were like the friends you have in your early 20s. You just like party with and they're a good time. But I have this one friend who um, he is really close to me. We've been friends for 10 years. Uh, you know, he this year he got married and, you know, they had a baby. And when I heard he was expecting, well, he reached out to me and told me that him and his fiance were expecting. Um, I dropped off a gift and a note reaching out saying like, I miss our friendship. I'm really sorry for everything that happened. Um, I'd really love to sit down and talk to you. And I'd, I'd love to answer any questions you have for me, honestly, and kind of go from there. And he said, you know, I think we can be friends, but I don't think we can be friends like the way we were. Um, and this was the beginning of the summer. And I guess the baby, the baby's due in September. He's like, well, when the baby comes, I'd love for you to come and meet the baby. And now the baby's been here for three months. So, so uh, back, like, so who's the friend? Um, my one friend um, that I was friends with for 10 years. He was one of the f- people in my friend group. The rest of them, I, I don't really care to reconcile with. Like, it doesn't, they were just kind of fun time friends, but this one friend. Who's a guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's married. He's married. Yeah. So he said, you can come and meet the baby when the, the baby comes, but the baby's been here for three months and I know that I need to take that step. I'm just like, don't know how to proceed in this sense, um, whether I should go and be prepared to sit down and talk about it or should I bring it up or um, I don't know how to proceed with this. I, I don't are know. Still, are you still getting therapy? Yes. Yes. I'm That's still getting good. therapy. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, are, are you, wait, so are you waiting for him to reach out to you or you're just like, he's like, I, um, you can see the baby in three months and then he didn't really follow up. Kind, kind of waiting for him to reach out to me in a sense, because why would you expect him to do that? Um, I, I you're don't, hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping I do see him around town. Cause like, obviously we, we live very close to each other. Um, and he waves and it's like, Hey, but you know, I'm waiting for him to reach out and be like, Hey, do you want to come over? Um, but I'm, I'm realistically, just kind of a bit. Yeah, realistically, it's just probably not a big priority for him. No. And he's, he, yeah, that's what I mean. He just got married. He's got a baby. He's busier than ever with work. Like I feel like I'm coming in and with all my drama and dredging it all back up again, but I really missed him as a friend. Genuinely. It's just clearly way more important to you than it is to him. I get right. why. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, I mean, minus the fact that you're in a small town and mm-hmm. I don't know how small, but I just, it sounds like maybe you just need kind of a clean start, you know? Mm-hmm. I think you just need to, you know, I think it's amazing and, and great that you're still doing therapy, continue mm-hmm. to do that. We're, we're always working progress, mm-hmm. progresses. Um, forgive yourself. I mean, like, you know, like, yeah, you fucked up by having an affair. It's not cool. Yeah. And you recognize no. that you don't need me to make you feel worse about it. So, you know, you recognize that and, and you recognize that some feelings were hurt. This, these mm-hmm. friends, this friends group, that's probably not even like that tight anymore. They've all, 
going about their lives and you have this one mm. friend and I think you're just kind of hoping for my, my guess is like deep down part of your reason wanting to reconcile is like, I think you just want to probably get some forgiveness from people to say, I don't think you're a bad person or I don't think you're, you know, yeah. you, I think you're just looking for some forgiveness, forgive yourself first and foremost. And if it comes from yeah. this guy, you know, if it comes from this guy, great. If not, it's not the end all be all. And also like, For again, sure. his life's all different because again, he is married with a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think of like close friendships I had with women um, or even men, you know, like mm-hmm. when I was in, when I'm in a relationship, it's just, it's just, it's just like, oh yeah, we were friends. We're not now, Yeah, you know, and whatever drama it's again, it's, it's, I get why it feels way more important to you and way more of a priority than him and so like it, so also if you want to see the baby reach out waiting for him is just torturing yourself for something that's most likely not a priority for him yeah uh, ultimately I'm just like afraid of um, that kind of rejection if I were to like reach out and him be like yeah no I'm good I think then it's like that door's closed for good sure. so I'm just kind of dragging my feet a little bit well, and I, mean, I have get, forgiven the, myself but rip the bandaid off yeah, I mean, you that's know it's true. a possibility, mm-hmm. and and if it does happen, it's not all about you. No, more, I know. You know. It's like, you know, I'm at a point in my life, right? I mm-hmm. I think as we get older, as we keep our, our circles get smaller, mm-hmm. you know, the more the stronger we have, so the stronger connections we have with individuals, our spouses, girlfriends, family. If we start having kids. Mm-hmm. those connections become so strong that I think we're far more protective of those connections and therefore we keep our circles smaller. For and sure. So to this friend, you know, you are a bit of a toxic drama queen maybe. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. mean he thinks you're a bad guy or a bad girl or whatever. No. He just might be thinking, it's just not a big priority and like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't sure. care. I don't care. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's been plenty of friends around the past where I was just like, I don't just, I feel bad, you know. I should say hi, but it's like they're just drama, you know. And mm-hmm. and they might they might have worked on themselves and figured it out. Right. And I'm not here to judge them, but you know what I'm saying. So like, it's not. It's probably mm-hmm. less. Of, it's from from their perspective. It's less about you. Yes, right? for sure. So if you yeah. do want to connect, right, and you want to meet mm-hmm. their kid, and you want an opportunity mm-hmm. to say, hey, for what that's worth, and you probably, I know you have a million things going on. And you've probably moved on, but I just want to mm-hmm. once again say, you know, I, I didn't like the choices I made for myself and I know that it mm-hmm. impacted other people mm-hmm. and it impacted our friendship. And I'm sorry. And uh, I'm really happy for you. And um, it'd be cool if we uh, had a, uh, some kind of a friendship, but I also, I get like, again, the fact that he's married with a kid, I, I just don't, I don't see him yeah. putting a lot of energy into this friendship. Just, that's, yeah, and that's kind know. of the the what I said in my first kind of reach out when I found out they were expecting. It's like, you know, I'm cool if you don't want to reconnect, but if you do, like I'm here and I know you've got a lot going on. So, you know, I'll let I'll leave the ball in your court basically. And he said, "Well, when the baby comes, you can come meet the baby now." So the ball's back in my car, court, so I have to Yeah, you definitely to reach out If I, you want to see the kid, you got to reach out. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, yeah, just I don't know why this guy would be like you know what who we should we you know what let's get Kelsey mm-hmm. over it's just not gonna happen <laughs> no I know but I'm just like I don't know if, whether if I go over and I should just like bring it all up and address the elephant in the room 
or should I just like kind of just be me and, you know, just hang out? Uh, I just, I don't know what the best situation in that I don't know if you have to like I, make a big production about being there. Enjoy the kid, no. you know, meet his mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards to say, hey, as you leave or send them mm-hmm. a text or something, you mm-hmm. know, it's been years that have gone by. And again, yeah. it's weighing on you than it is on him, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. For sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess I just have to <laughs> rip off the bandaid and do it and just see what and let the chips fall where they may. And it's like, I've made my bed and I've got to like make new friends, you know, it. Make it, meet, yeah. meet a bunch of people who don't get to know you, who've all made their own mistakes in the past. Yeah. So you I don't mean, have to I like have wear this like a, like a, like, yeah, like a scarlet letter. It's like you fucked yeah. up when you're in your mid like you know, whatever you're human. Yeah. No. And I've made new friends and I, I've really put myself out there. just like this one, like, nagging thing and it's like I see him going out and doing all these amazing things that we always like dreamt of for ourselves and I'm just like I feel like I'm missing out and I just I it, it hurts you know well it hurts you know again I don't know what he is doing but regardless mm-hmm. of what happened in the past he's married mm-hmm. as a kid and mm-hmm. there's no guarantee you would have been friends anyway so you just gotta let no that, that's true you gotta let that go yeah that's true you're living in the that's past true. a little bit too much with all this mm-hmm. and you, I think you got to move forward and, and focus on sure. new beginnings rather than you know mending fences with okay. a married guy with a kid <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's true that is true also well, if, if I'm his wife I wouldn't be super thrilled about rekindling with someone who's known to have an affair with some other yeah. one I mean, you're just gonna have to I deal know. with that and her and I were friends too for for quite a bit of time. You know what I mean? Like it's not like I'm a stranger popping back in. Like she knows me and the whole situation. There but, you go. Uh, so, so she's gonna yeah. have her reluctance. I just I, I really for think sure. overall you just need to focus on the future and let go of the past. Mm-hmm. And and you have to accept yeah. that some things you just have to say goodbye to. You're yeah. young. You have a lot more relationships and connections to make, and just focus on that. For sure. That's good advice. Thank you, Nick. All right. Well, take care. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Don't forget to send your questions at asknickacastme.com, cast with a K. And look for our uh, recap with Elizabeth Lagmeister and our interview with Brandon, or our, Liz- our, our interview with the runner-up. We don't... Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we'll be uh, available ASAP. ASAP. <laughs>